0: The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week we discuss Tesla earnings, Powell's update, and the state of housing. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. On Wednesday, Tesla reported disappointing earnings and revenue. What led to Tesla's worse than expected numbers? And were there any bright spots in their earnings? Tesla reported that third quarter earnings fell 37% from the prior year, while quarterly revenue increased 9% to just over 23 billion, both lower than expected. Margins were also lower due to price cuts meant to keep sales momentum going. Contributing to lower overall profits were an increase in operating expenses, driven by its Cybertruck project and artificial intelligence initiatives. Tesla reported that the Cybertruck is in pilot production and that the vehicle remains on track for initial deliveries. The first deliveries of the Cybertruck are scheduled for the end of November. However, CEO Elon Musk warned investors that it will take a year or more before the Cybertruck contributes positively to the company's bottom line. The Cybertruck will be Tesla's first new vehicle since early 2020, but Tesla hasn't released prices or key information that would impact demand and profitability for the Cybertruck. Musk said that Tesla's goal is to produce about a quarter of a million Cybertrucks per year, but that will take until 2025 to reach that production level. In a sign of what could come next for the electric vehicle giant, the company said that it's making progress on its next generation vehicle. Musk told investors that while Tesla is laying the groundwork to begin construction of its next gen vehicle at its Mexico plant, that economic conditions are factoring into their strategy. Quote, We want to get a sense for what the global economy is like before we go full tilt on the Mexico factory. If interest rates start coming down, we will accelerate, end quote. Tesla stock is down 15% for the week, but up 101% year to date. On Thursday, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said that increasing bond yields could help the Fed slow the economy and cool inflation. These comments sparked speculation that the end of interest rate hikes is close. Are we really close to the end of rates going up? In comments made at the Economic Club of New York, Powell acknowledged that the Fed's interest rate increases are slowing economic activity and inflation. However, due to the economy's resilience, Powell left room for additional action from the Fed. What the Fed does next regarding rates will largely depend on the economy's performance in the coming months. If economic growth continues to be strong and inflation stops coming down, then a rate hike in December is still an option. For now, though, a pause at the Fed's November meeting seems to be all but certain. Powell also mentioned that the Fed would proceed carefully due to, quote, a range of uncertainties, both old and new. Balancing a better-than-expected job market, economic growth, and consumer spending with the war between Israel and Hamas, which could send oil prices higher and create additional concerns if the conflict spreads, Will be a complicated act. The Fed chief warned of an uncertain outcome of, quote, highly elevated, end quote, geopolitical tensions on the global economy. In response to the Fed chair's comments, the probability of a rate hike in December moved to 30%, while the 10 year Treasury yield inched closer to 5%, a level not seen since 2007. Will home buyers and sellers please stand up? According to reports from the National Association of Realtors, housing activity tanked in September. Just how much has housing slowed due to almost 8% interest on a 30-year mortgage, and who is feeling the pain? Sales of previously owned homes dropped 2% from August, which was 15% lower than this time a year ago. The NAR is predicting sales will drop close to 20% on an annual basis by the end of this year. Low transaction activity is directly related to high mortgage rates, which hurts demand on two fronts. Rates have crushed interest from buyers, who have to spend more to finance a house, and it's reduced demand among sellers, who, on average, have a rate below 5% locked in. The housing market is expected to worsen in the near future if rates move higher. Despite the downturn in activity, house prices keep rising because inventory remains low. The median existing home price in September was up almost 3% from a year ago, and prices rose in all U.S. regions this creates an additional headwind to sellers because why would someone sell a house with a low rate only to buy a property at an elevated price financed by a nearly eight percent mortgage rate at the end of september single family inventory is at its lowest level in over 40 years rising home prices coupled with higher rates is making it especially tough for first-time home buyers who tend to be more sensitive to prices and rates. First-time buyers made up 27% of all sales in September, which was down from 29% in August and was close to the all-time low of 26% during 2022. For now, the housing market appears to be grinding to a halt. Next week, we discuss the economics of pumpkin spice. Why is the seasonal treat such a big hit? Join us next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.